Welcome to Nothing to See Here. This is episode one. I'm Alicia C. And I am super excited. This has uh, been a long time coming. Um, thinking about this for a while. I guess I wouldn't say I was thinking about doing a podcast for a while. I've been thinking about doing something. I didn't know if it was going to be video or what it was going to be. But all of a sudden, the beginning of this year, I felt like Holy Spirit said, do a podcast. And I was like, oh, I've never thought of that. So here we go. I hope you're going to enjoy these. Today, I've got my sister with me, Kat Metropolis. Hello. To kind of help, um, I don't know, help me navigate my first <laughs> podcast. Um, but I also thought I would start with kind of just giving you an idea of who I am, because maybe um, maybe you're listening to this, you don't know who, who I am. Or, or like I, your early childhood years, or sure, how you like, got into ministry, like all that's those probably questions. Yeah, I guess we should start there. Um, so my parents um, were separated when I was one years old. And my mom remarried when I was five, um, which would be to your dad, you know, uh, Angelo Metropolis, who was phenomenal. And so we were a ministering family. I mean, from the moment, travel trailer, the whole, the whole thing, like we, and so, but it was just us three for a really long time. And we traveled all over the place. I mean, we would drive from Florida to California and we would minister in churches. And so I grew up in ministry. I had my first PA system microphone at six years old, preaching on top of vans, um, pulled the van into the backyard. For God so loved the world. For God so loved the world. That's all I could get out because the cars were going by so fast. But I was like, I'm ministering. You're trying. And growing up, yeah, I was. And growing up, my family, I would get grounded from that. I wouldn't get grounded from normal things like, hey, you can't watch TV today. It's like, if you don't get your act together, you're not going outside and preaching to the cars well, Because today. like TV was like, you can watch Kenneth Copeland. Like right. that was your that TV. Was it. Like, yeah, <laughs> there was only Christian stations. My parents. We didn't have cable. So it was like, it was either, am I going to see the Oral Roberts show or yeah. <laughs> what am I going to do? PTL. Um, yes. So growing up, I, ministry was so a part of who I was. And then later on in life, um, I started in service in the local church, probably around the age of 15 in a very um, intentional way. I helped lead worship, um, then helped with children's ministry at a church called Guts Church in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Awesome pastors, Bill and Sandy Shear. And um, I would do specials, you know, like the whole thing, like you have a whole cassette album and you pull out the cassette tape that you're supposed to use and you're like, yeah, this is it. I'm going to sing the song. And back then, Guts Church had a lot of bikers. So I was yes. like doing these like... Uh, CC wine and songs for a bunch of bikers, but they would just be standing up and just crying. So I knew that worship was a huge part of what I wanted to be involved in. Um, I went, I was homeschooled most of my life. And so I finished school early. I graduated at 17. So I went to Bible school. Um, And so I went to Bible school for about two years to train in just Old Testament survey, a lot of stuff like that, but then to really hone in on youth ministry. And I loved it. And that's kind of what I did. And so from from then on, I, w- I worked at several different churches, helping in whatever area I could, um, loved leading worship. It's been a passion of mine for so, so long. Um, and so that was kind of my life. Didn't get married till I was 29, um, which I thought that was God punishing me, but now I just know it was- <laughs> It's a blessing. <laughs> yes, yes. And, and you know, there's just perfect timing for stuff. And um, me and my husband met at a youth camp where I was leading worship and he was preaching. So it was like this perfect storm and story. And um, ended up losing my voice, but for some reason it still worked Always. during, yeah. I can't tell you how many times, guys, that she'll be like practicing on a Sunday morning and she's like, I've lost my voice. And then she goes to sing and it's just there. And I'm like, when God touches okay. your vocals, it's fine. <laughs> just the anointing. It and seems it, to work, wild. you know? And so, yeah, and it ended up coming back and I was still able to sing. But as soon as, you know, at the camp, as soon as I came down off of the stage, it, you know, 
was gone. It was gone. So it was crazy. So um, I would say, you know, especially since a lot of these podcasts I'm going to be sharing on different things, you know, I, I do want to share that I have faced a lot of just some trials and some difficulties. Cause I think sometimes when you're listening to somebody, I kind of want to know they've been through something. I kind of want to know that they have faced something. Cause it's hard for me to really foresee from somebody that I feel like life has just been perfect. And so the other day, you know, when me and my husband, Brian C were talking, um, we were talking about, you know, first year of marriage, his dad died. Second, second year of marriage, um, our dad died. Um, after that, two weeks later, miscarried. And we kind of just faced a lot of stuff. You guys ended up moving in with us several months later and ended up living with us for five or six years where we kind of finished raising you in your teenage years. You were kind of over that, but you still kind of needed it. No, I needed it. (laughs) 100%. 100%. Well, I appreciate that you see that. So we, we didn't really ever live alone because before then, my other sister, Stephanie, was living with us. And when I married Brian, he was actually a legal guardian of a young boy. So we actually, I think, only had six months that we've ever lived by ourselves. Um, we faced infertility for about five years, and then just the miracle happened. We went through a um, we went through a church just imploding. We were on staff as youth pastors, and the pastor had a moral failure, and we kind of had to figure out: Are we just going to leave, or are we going to stand up and be um, lead this thing? And we'd always seen ourselves as youth pastors, so it was definitely God. That he said, no, you're going to lead this church in Centerton, Arkansas. And so um, it's been over six years. Uh, this year, it'll be six years in September. And it's incredible what God has done. Um, so we ended up having a little girl. She's six years old now. So it's really cool because we found out we were pregnant a couple months after taking over the church. And I felt like God was just saying, um, I'm birthing new things in this season, not only naturally, you know, because yeah. that was what was so cool, but also spiritually. And we've just seen the hand of God do so much um, through that time. After we had our first little girl, Jaylee, we really uh, just for three years just kept trying. And and finally, one day, Brian was like, man, I really feel like we need to look into adoption. And we had discussed adoption when we were dating. Um, I had always known that I wanted to adopt uh, African-American baby. I oh, mean, yeah. from very young, that's I had a had a black cabbage patch. Um, that's what I wanted was I, all my baby dolls. I wanted them to be black. Then yep. I went on to a mission trip in the Dominican Republic, and we went to a orphanage. And there was a little uh, black baby girl that had just been brought there the night before. She was about four months old, and I just held her and held her. And I remember something just igniting in me that one day— I want to to be an answer to a prayer in a yeah. situation like this. So long story short, we ended up um, submitting the process to do it, kept waiting through Christmas time, you know, to hear um, if we were going to be accepted, didn't hear anything. And all of a sudden we get the phone call, hey, you guys, you've been accepted. And guess what? The baby's going to be here in 13 days. So it was a whirlwind. Wild. Oh, it was wild. Absolutely it was wild. so awesome, though. And God just worked it out. She was an abortion save. Her story is beautiful. Um, and I know it's going to continue to unfold and, um, her name is Anaya and she just turned one and she is amazing. So, um, that is kind of the fastest way I can give you a synopsis of my life. (laughs) Um, and, but ministry, you know, and, and I don't, I guess I should say this, let me back up. I don't want people to think that this podcast is only for people in ministry. Cause I think a lot of people, um, can just hone in on one thing because, I, I really want this to be well-rounded. I want to talk about things from friendships to families. Um, 
Man, I, I'm. We're even going to do one. It's called "Not for Sunday." When we talk about all the crazy things that happen in so church many world, crazy things. Oh, it is like there's just there's requests and weird things that happen at the door at the church when you're saying bye to people, um, and just share some of those stories because I don't think people realize some of the craziness that happens within church world, yeah, or the expectations that happen in church world. Yeah. But really, my heart is even if you feel called to ministry or don't feel called to ministry, um, and I'm talking about platform ministry. I think everybody's called. I mean, you get what I'm. I'm saying, and yeah. your ministry is what God has put in your heart, but even into the fivefold ministry gift, um, I'm going to hit on some of that stuff, but really I want it to just be, I want to talk about stuff about forgiveness. I want to talk about insecurities. I want to talk about areas where we have, I, I, I guess sometimes there's just things we don't allow conversations to, to be had. Yeah. I mean, you get like what I'm saying? We need to kind of like start the dialogue with it. Like, yes. You know. And I think I want to be as authentic and genuine as I can. That's, that's, a reason why as a pastor's wife and as a co-lead pastor, we're always very open, me and my husband, about life because I feel like for people to really hear you or to receive from you, they got to know that you're the real deal. They got to know that you're not just doing this to do it. And that's the thing. I didn't just wake up and think, oh, let's do a podcast because that'd be great. Because if I'm honest with you, everybody's doing a podcast. I mean, so a part of me, you know, it's like all you people out there that purposely don't get an iPhone, even though you know it's a better phone, but you're just like, because everybody else has it, I'm not going to get it. I didn't want to not do a podcast because of that, because I felt like God said, whoever needs to hear this, you need to do that. And that's where I wanted to be obedient um, to why I was doing this. You know, would you say that there's anything else that I should share about myself? I don't know, because, you know, I know myself, but I don't know... (laughs) I don't know. I feel like you hit everything. Okay, though, good. Okay, well. okay. You could hit on how what amazing sister I am, though. Like, yeah, I I'm totally favorite, could. Yes, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast. That is. Yeah, we we'll might, have to save that we one. We have to really deep dive into that later on. You are our media director, and it's fun- creative. A creative director. It's My apologies. Fine. We changed it. This we did because we found a sh- we found a sweatshirt yeah. that actually had that on there. Um, I think it was like at Marshall. Yeah. We yes. were in uh, St. Louis visiting friends of ours. And when we found it, I was like, I'm so getting this for her. And she was like, from here on out, I want to be known as the creative director. Well, because when you say media director, people are like, can you fix my computer? And I'm like, no, I don't know. You're like, you- that's not what I can that's do. That's not what I can do. I can't <laughs> fix my own computer. So when you say creative, they're like, oh, that just encompasses it so does, many things. So. And, you, and you, you love being creative in your life. So yes. I think that's why you love that being what is, what do you call that? Your title? Your title. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Okay. I think that's why you love that. Um, well, okay. You're, you were, you were younger than me growing up. What is something about me that stuck out to you? I know I'm totally putting money on the <laughs> spot. Totally we didn't talk spot, about no? this, but when you heard, I guess I would ask this, what would you feel in seeing me grow up and all this kind of stuff that would be the best thing for why I'm doing this podcast and what do you feel like it could offer to people? Like from a different perspective that you could bring, because I I can't sit here and say, let me tell you how great it's going to be because it's me, but I'm asking from somebody that's been around me. Right. I feel like you have a lot of wisdom when it comes to friendships, relationships, and everything. Honestly, we always say like in our youth group, it was like, you can't keep anything from Alicia because (laughs) the Holy Spirit's going to tell her and you just can't, there's nothing that you can hide from her. And that's pretty much the truth. And so she kind of comes with a, a lot 
of knowledge, um, biblical knowledge, but then also relationship, like relational knowledge where she's been through it all. She's had some of the most horrific friendships I've ever heard of. And so it's like she knows traumatic stories. Which is our next episode. Yes. And that one's going to be real fun to dive into of just horrible things that have happened in the past, but she's learned from it. I feel like that's really important is that you don't just take everything that's happened in your life and just be like, I'm just going to move past it. I I don't care that that happened. You know, I'm just going to press on forward. But it's like you took moments to be like, but why did that happen? And kind of analyze. So I feel like you're going to come with a great perspective. I'm really excited for all of your podcasts. We kind of like, um, we took down notes of like what we wanted to do for like the next, like what, 10 episodes or something. So every single one, I'm like, this is going to be great. And this is going to be so much fun. So I just think everyone should just be like, just, you know, tune in every time because this is just going to be great. And it's going to be fun time. And we're both not very serious people when it comes to this. So we'll have fun (laughs) with it. We're very laid back. Yeah. Because I want, I want people, if, if, if I could explain it this way, I want people to feel like they are sitting at coffee with right, us. Right, yeah. Or when I'm sharing something, it's like, they're, I'm right there. It's right. not this perfectly polished. Yeah, I'm like, preaching that. You. Yes, you know, kind of thing. Because that is the way I use stories when I preach. It's who I am. Um, and that's really my heart coming into this. And we are, we're starting off, we're going to be doing this bi-weekly. If we end up thinking, hey, we could do this weekly, yeah. we'll do that. But we wanted to start with something that we knew was doable at the moment. Right. And when I knew God put it in my heart, I really didn't want to put it off because I've done that before. You know, yeah. I mean, years ago, I was coming to you saying, I want to shoot like Numa type videos where I, I can like, share oh my, my stories. Gosh, do I have time for that? Right. And it's like, you're having to figure out all this stuff. I mean, I look like a hot mess today, but no one would know. No so it's knows. awesome. That's right. I haven't yeah. washed my hair in two or three days. <laughs> but you wouldn't know. You can do a podcast and it'd be fine, exactly. you know, in your sweatpants and yep. just be here. I, one thing I do want to share with everybody is I think the reason behind why it's named what it's named. Yes, you know, so that one's fun. Part of it, you know, nothing to see here. My last name is C. So that what? is, yeah, <laughs> I'm totally shocked right now. Um, that was part of it. But really, I got to give you the spiritual reason. So in Matthew uh, 28, um, we're reading about the resurrection of Jesus. And verse six, um, what's leading up to what's happening right before verse six is, is they're coming to the tomb. Um, it's Mary and some women that's, it's, you know, I'm not going to dig into who was there and who wasn't there because they all speculate. I don't think that matters. It just means, you know, but I do love that the women were there, but it's fine Mm because the other, yeah. So we're going to give a little shout out for the women having some strength to show up at the tomb to be like, okay, right. Yeah. And, um, all of a sudden they show up and they hear an angel say, uh, do not be afraid for I know that you seek Jesus who was crucified. He is not here he has risen. As he said, come see the place where he lay. Um, and we know in the story that they come into this tomb and, and Jesus is not there. And something that clicked was, it was, I'm going to paraphrase in how we would talk. <laughs> the angel was saying, there's nothing to see here. Yeah. There, like, I know you're here to see this body that you thought was here, but it's not here any longer. And really what I really felt like Holy Spirit was sharing with me is there are a lot of things that we've allowed to either die or lay dormant. And I I want this podcast to be something that breathes life into those areas. Um, that those dead areas, we're not going to worry about those anymore. We're going to allow the Spirit of God to reignite some things, you know, awaken uh, the Bible says, awake, awake, O sleeper. And I think there's so many things inside of us that need to be awakened. And that's kind of my heart in looking at the different episodes we're going to do. We're hitting on different stuff because I think for so long we've allowed 
the dead things in our life to have more attention than the things that are breathing. Yeah. And I I feel like that God's breath is always looking for where it can breathe upon. Where can his breath come and breathe life into a situation where it seems to be lost, where there seems to be not any hope left. And I feel like, you know, I do believe strongly that the church is the hope of the world. But I believe it's by the church people, the body of Christ doing what we've been called to do. And for me, it was like I could, I, this this year I just kept, I, when we were all talking as a staff and not in a bad way, but I was like, man, I wish I was preaching more. And I'm preaching a a fair amount. I mean, yeah. that's not that's not the issue. And I lead worship. And anytime I want a little mini excerpt, everybody you who have, goes yeah. to reach church knows that that's what I do. Um, and if you're new to this, we pastor a church in Centerton, Arkansas called Reach Church. You can ch- check us out, reach.church. It's awesome. Um, it's made up of the most incredible people you will ever, ever meet. Um, and I truly believe that. Um, but I have those moments where I can, you know, do my mini sermonettes when I'm, you know, leading worship. But when I started praying, I realized this is what God was saying. There's so much stuff that's stirring in you, Alicia. This is a way for you to share it. And even if it helps one person, I mean, we, this week we shared, um, me and, uh, Brian, uh, we actually team taught on marriage and we got an, uh, a text message from somebody and literally after reading it, Brian looked at me and he said, if we did that sermon just for them, it was worth the whole thing. And that's how I feel. Like in this podcast, I'm not looking for it to go viral. That is not my heart. I am not cool enough for it to go viral. I'm quite well aware. No, I'm, I'm aware of that. What I'm looking for is for the right people at the right time to hear what they need to hear. And that's what I'm excited about. And that's really where my heart is, is because I just want to see. Yeah, I mean, and men can listen to it. Honestly, yes, but really I'm coming from an angle for women. I really am. Um, So if you want to understand your wives better, you can totally listen to this. And not that things can't be helpful, so I'll say that, but a lot of it I'm going to be specifically talking to women because I think I really want to help women be inspired by one another instead of intimidated by one another because I think we see giftings in other people and we think, oh, because I can't do that. And God did not gift you to do that. He gifted you to do something else. Yeah. You know, I can't create the way that you create. You can't sing like I sing. Well, Jay you thinks know? I can, Well, <laughs> my daughter, Jay, is sadly mistaken. Okay? She's like, do you want to sing on the worship team? And I'm like, oh. yes, Jay, I do. I like and shouted, like, no. <laughs> Mommy just won't let you. And I'm like, yes, yes she's awful. <laughs> I can't sing. Oh. Someone asked me like last week, like, oh, like, no, you can type of thing. I'm like, I'm not being modest. Like, I really, really can't, can't sing. Isn't it funny how people always feel the need? Like, even when somebody says that they can't in the Christian world, because of that scripture, you can do all things. It's based <laughs> wow. on the things you're called to do that you right. can do the all in. Stay in your those, lane. Yeah. Like, those God things- gives you limits for a reason. Yes. People take a scripture and it doesn't mean, no, it means the things that you are called to, you can do all those things. Through Christ. Like when that was preached at me for yes. math, and my mom's like, you can do all things. I'm like, but I can't, can't. do math. I cannot. Math is not my thing. Literally, she asked me to help her with her taxes today. Like, that's oh, yeah. where we're still that's at. That's not even math. You're literally just there, putting stuff I, in the computer. But, but it's because it's with numbers, and you're yeah. like, I need somebody sitting here. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. for you, the numbers thing. Um, well, I'm going to kind of wrap this up because, I mean, it's one of those, huh? <laughs> I'm so sorry. She's writing me notes. No, I was making sure you do oh, your yeah, tagline no, at the my end. My tagline okay. at the end. I'm super excited about this. Um, but no, I want to wrap this thing up because, again, I'm not going to be taking these like super, super long. These are going to be 20 to 30 minutes every time we do them, um, depending on the subject, because some of them we might want to take a little bit longer. But just something that you can, man, just be inspired by. That's my heart. 
Um, and I mean, we're praying before every time we film one of these, we're asking Holy Spirit to show up. We will always have scripture to back up the things that we're talking about, because I believe that the scripture is God's breath. It's all over the scripture. And I think we, we see the Bible with these stories that we've been taught, but I don't think we see it as being alive as it truly is. And this year I've just been awakened so much to his word and what it says and how I apply every single aspect of it to my life. I mean, even like little something as in I read, uh, we do a thing, the begin- we've done it the last two years. So you read the Bible through in 30 days um, in the beginning of the year. And it was, you know, I was in Leviticus and there's just so many names over and over and over again. And I remember just kind of being like, oh, if I could just get these names over with. And I remember Holy Spirit saying, do you know why I have all these names in here? And I was like, I don't know. So, you know, because of genealogy, he said, no, because I want my children who read my word to know that every name counts and that their name matters. And I was like, wow. He said, because if I was just to just brush through and just say, who cares? But when I show that this person had something connected all the way through the lineage of this, what I'm saying is every single person's part in life when they're born you know, the whole Esther for such a time as this is breathed throughout this whole word and why he shows that. So I believe that there's such specific things in the word of God that want to want to be more alive in our lives, but we have to look at it. We have to intentionally dig into it to see what God is truly saying. And that's what I want to do. Um, our next podcast is going to be called The Bear Family. Oh, I'm not, gonna be a good one. not giving you any more on that. You'll have to tune in to hear great. what that one's about. Um, I'm super excited about it. I'm, I just, I want to thank you for taking time to even consider listening to this podcast. Um, I, something that I know that I'm going to do intentionally is be praying for the people that are going to be listening to this. Cause I really, like I said, I'm not just doing this just to do this. My heart is to see people come alive again in areas that have been dead. Um, to see a purpose that maybe they haven't seen before. That is truly my heart. So again, thank you so much for tuning in. We can't wait uh, for you to turn in, tune in, not turn in. You know. So, I mean, you can turn into bed and listen to the podcast. I go. can't wait for you to tune in um, for the next one, The Bear Family. But I do want to remind you this, that your best days are ahead. Hey, if you enjoyed this podcast today, I'd love for you to rate it, review it, or hey, even subscribe. Thanks so much for listening.